Welcome to the Captain's Run, a very, very special episode. We are down here in the great land of Gympie at Toolkit Depot. Down here, we can smell the snags. It oh. is absolutely, honestly, I think we might have to call it quits already. <laughs> Look, yes, some, some crazy stuff happened in rugby league, guys. Uh, footy's back. How good? I'll see you next week. <laughs> Don't <that>? leave us. <laughs> Please, Campy. No, no, we're here, we're here. Uh, yeah, so anyway, welcome back to the Captain's Run. Smithy, mate. We drove up here together. Beautiful day in Queensland. Yes. How good? How you been? Yeah, no, really good. Uh, what a great weekend of footy. We've seen Golden Point matches. We've seen goals kicked on the siren and field goals from obscure places on the on the footy field to win matches. I love how close the competition is, Kempi. And, yeah. and you know, for the all the people I, I speak to, rugby league people that watch you know games closely every week. Even people that don't follow the NRL all that closely, they're just saying the games we're watching is, are fantastic, mm. which is so great for our sport. You know, the last couple of years we've we've contended with blowouts and and top eights that had huge gap between them and, and the bottom eight. Whereas now we got the Warriors sitting second. We got teams that have been struggling over the last couple of seasons. They're in the top eight. The Broncos are well, your Broncos are unbeaten at the oh, moment. The yeah. only club unbeaten. Let's go. We'll get to that a little bit further. That's that, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we spoke about on the trip up today. We to did. Gympie was the Broncos. We did. But um, yeah, look, great weekend, mate. And, and nice to be here in Gympie. Um, we've seen a lot of fans down here at TKT uh, already. Um, they're coming out. They've got a sausage. I'm a little bit jealous. They're eating their sausage sizzle already. If you need some great tools, come down and say good day. Get a photo and speak to all the people at TKD. Yep, we'll be here for the next three hours. And uh, TKD, they're high-end tools as well. So if you're a tradie and you need something you can't really get at Bunnings, head over to TKD and they'll have everything sorted for you. But huge news uh, has been created, almost a war of worlds. War of words, sorry. Uh, so the Panthers go down to Canberra. Mm -hmm. They touch the Raiders up, beat them by a substantial margin, score 50 points. The last try of the game, uh, Salmon scores. Yes. And basically you can see he's... Mouth, you know, mm. the yep. weak gutted dog comment that was made by Ricky Stewart last year. Yep. Then uh, Ivan Cleary was asked uh, at the end of the, the the press conference after the victory, mm -hmm. basically, you know, thoughts on Salmon's try at the end there, rah rah, and uh, Ivan just responded, karma. That's what I think. Karma's come good, around. Good karma. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. And so Paul Kent has come out on um, his show, and basically said, "quote It was a mugs comment, to be honest." I don't mind Jamin Salmon saying what he said. If you want to return serve when someone has shot at, shot at you, go for your life. But don't walk around kicking stones and giving the sad face and telling everyone how hurt you are, how hurt and upset you are, and how everyone give you a hug because of how unfair it is. And live on the sympathy of that for months. And then you're back in town. And when you're up 53 to 12 <laughs> and you fire back at them, then he went on to say, as a coach... Good on Ivan for standing by his player. As a father who coaches his son, ironically, but as a father, maybe he should have a little more understanding of where Ricky was coming from and just elected to say nothing. I have a problem with this Penrith team in that, as we've seen again, they just lack class. They win grand finals and rub their opponents' noses in it. They give a big up yours to anybody that gives them criticism. Don't sit there and say how sad you are about it and then return serve and say the exact same thing six months later when you've got your tail up. And then they went on again to say basically... Uh, that the Panthers' footy is saved them a lot from, I guess, their off-field stuff, uh, basically saying that uh, they continue to pile up. Panthers are really stacking a case as the NRL's ugly brand. Only their footballers saved them. Wow. He has not missed. No. Well, he's had a red-hot crack, hasn't he? And, and, you know, hasn't hidden the fact that, you know, he, he's well and truly in 
Sticky's corner. I mean, Ricky Stewart's corner. Wow, he's in his corner. I think that's pretty clear to say. Um, you know, and and there are there are certain parts of of uh, you know the way Penrith have have gone about their business that I don't agree with too. Particularly like the post grand final stuff. I mm. thought you know they could have handled that very differently. Mm. Um, you know, it's a it's not a great feeling to lose a grand final. Um, you know, and they experienced that in 2020, so they know exactly what it's like to. To, to come second or, or, or lose the grand final. So, um, you know, some of their comments post last year in particular, after they beat Parramatta, I, I don't agree with at all. Um, but, you know, the, the, the one on the weekend, um, you know, with Salmon, I, you know, I just think that's, well, you know, if it was okay for, for Ricky to come out and make the comment that he made in a post-match press conference last year, then why can't Salmon do it as well? You know, and I'm, also I'm sure I'm sure that's been in the back of his mind for a mm. long, long time, and it and it hurt him. And unfortunately, what 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 was a personal issue was was actually brought into the public eye by Ricky Stewart first. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yep. you know, like if, if that stayed behind closed doors, we w- no one would know about it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was instigated by Ricky, unfortunately, and and. Uh, of course, you know his emotions would have been high, and he's a he's an emotional type of person. He's an emotional coach. I've been coached by Ricky, and thoroughly enjoy his his coaching, just for the record. But um, you know that was brought to the public eye in that in that post match press press conference when he made that comment about Salmon. Mm. Yeah. So I I really don't see a problem with you know the right of reply that he made after he scored that try the other night. Oh, mate, I I totally agree, and also I I don't understand. Maybe there's something I'm missing, and maybe uh, Kenty's got more of an insight than me, but I don't think the Panthers have been rolling around sooking or sulking or well, saying, yeah, not that me. I was aware of. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not in the thick of it. I'm yeah, not neither in am Sydney I. and all that type of stuff, but yeah, I, I, I didn't realise they were either. I, I, the only thing that they basically said that was not good, what Ricky said. Yeah, it was pretty ordinary. Yeah. And then outside of that, I think that they went about their business as usual. Now, maybe Kenty's got more information that we don't have, but from my interactions with everyone at Penrith and They'd moved on and they won a premiership. Yeah. I don't think that they were kicking stones or sulking about it. I think they got on with it pretty quickly. Really. Yeah. You could, and you could tell that with their footy last year. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, very surprising. And also, in regards to the comment, um, NRL's ugliest brand, I just think that that's really unfair on what the impact they've had, the positive impact they've had out in Penrith. They've really revitalised the area. Mm. I mean, it is, it is measurable, measurable, the impact they have had on the Western Sydney and the area of mm. Penrith, you know, including the inc- increased real estate prices. Like, people want to be living out in Penrith and out. Being in Penrith is cool now. Yeah. 15 years ago, you, you not so much. People used to scoff at it. They used mm. to say, oh, you, now it is cool. And that all is on the back of the leadership. Successful footy side. Successful footy side. Then you look mm. at the people they've created. Brian Toll, he's a model citizen. Mm. Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, Nathan Cleary. Um, I mean, the list goes on. Like, yes, they've had some off-field stuff. Every club has off-field stuff. Yep. It's every club has young men making mistakes. So I, I just think it's a pretty un, pretty harsh comment and unfair comment to call them NRL's ugliest brand, especially when the impact, the positive impact they have had in Penrith is is almost second to none. Yeah, and and just unfortunately, it's it's the way Aussies are in general, particularly when it comes to sports. It's it's the tall poppy syndrome. Mm. We all love to see the, the team that are doing really well. Mm. We like to see them just chop back down yeah. at times just to hey, come back with us, mate. We, mm. don't, we, like, we like something good, but not too good. Yep, absolutely. And I, ex- I experienced that firsthand at Melbourne Storm. Yeah. 
you know, when, when the Storm were, you know, successful for long periods of time, um, you, you tend to cop a fair bit of criticism yep. at any opportunity, Absolutely. at any small thing, at any little hiccup, bang, people are on to you. And that's just what Penrith are dealing with right now. I, I, I think they're actually, they're doing a, quite a good job to, to shut that external stuff out, mm. you know, the things that they can't control. And I'm talking about, you know, people's opinion of them and, and the way they go about things and whatnot. And it's okay for people to to, to not agree with the way, you know, they they do certain things and I mentioned that I'm, I'm one of those people particularly it was the grand final stuff that you know yeah. I didn't particularly agree with but it is what it is and they move on um, and if they're okay with it and you know it it they can continue playing their brand of football and they're happy in their community and whatnot then then they, they'll continue to do that I, I agree and also like the comments post football post grand final there is a, an infinite universe away from saying you know what not the best, like some people enjoy it, some people don't, to NRL's ugliest brand. It's like, yeah. come on, there's a yeah. universe away from those two things. That's so heavy. I, I I'll tell you, there, there was one, sorry, Kemby, there was, there was a fairly accurate um, comment made by one of their players at the moment, and I'm sorry, West Tigers fans, but Appy's, Appy's comment about not playing finals, <laughs> they're a long way from that at the moment. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, my personal opinion on that situation is I don't think that the Panthers were kicking rocks, and I don't no. think they were sooking. I think no. they did. Actually, the answer they gave was the best answer you can. That's going to win a comp. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so, yeah, I, hopefully this is uh, the end of it because I, um, if you watch the documentary all the way with Ivan Cleary, you see how much he's in tears when he ha- gives his last jersey to Api Korosau mm-hmm. and uh, kick out before their grand final, before they leave. Knowing that's going to be their last game. He's yep. literally in tears. That's how much he cares about he cares. his players. Yeah. So for him just to say one little good karma, of course he's <laughs> going to say that. That's his <laughs> yeah. player. That's right. Nothing disrespectful. As any right. other good coach would do. Um, so anyway, love them or hate them, they're still putting the results up on the board. If you hate them, beat them. That's, that's always right. the way to do it. That's uh, mate. That's the best way to do it. Now, speaking of, of on top of the top of the board or getting the wins. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah, <laughs> Rizzy Broncos, Smithy, undefeated yeah. five game winning streak, first time since 1998 or something like that. What's yeah, impressed long time you? Ago. What's impressed you most about the Broncos, and what's something that is maybe the average fan may not be mm-hmm. seeing? Yeah, well, look, I've just I've been really impressed um, with the way. Well, this is a bit of a general comment, but the way they've gone about their footy, their high energy. Um, you know, everyone's talking. You know, Reese Walsh at the moment and how exciting he's been. He was he's been fantastic ever since. Um, you know, coming back. You know, from that injury he had early in the season. I think he joined was it round three. I think his first game was for the Broncos, and he hit the ground running. He was just absolutely flying. Um, but, you know, the, the young players around him too. Ezra Mam um, has made so much improvement this year off yeah. last year, which is, which is great to see young guys not just be happy with, you know, being, being a first grader and getting an opportunity in season one, but then going on and, and building on that in season two mm. and, and then doing the things he's doing at the moment. There's just a lot of excitement around that footy club at the moment and yeah. in the city in particular. The biggest, biggest victory, of course, was the one they had against the Dolphins in the Battle of Brisbane, and there yep. was, you know, the bit of banter going to and forth between the two clubs about who actually owned <laughs> Brisbane, uh, who's, who's Brisbane? <laughs> yeah, they, well, yeah, they, they do, uh, but who's 
who, which team owned Brisbane yeah. and you know Suncorp and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, you know, there was a bit of banter post game, yeah. you know, on the Twitter feeds and all that yeah, type of stuff. It. And um, it, it was great fun. But uh, look, they you know they they look they look the real deal at the moment. But but Kempy, yes. There are certain parts of their game, and I mentioned this yesterday um, on Patton Heels on SENQ, that there are parts of their game that I do see, and in and maybe because I played the game for a long time, I look at it a little bit differently, or maybe a little bit closer yep. um, than other people. There are parts of their game that I do look at and go, if you don't get on top of that now, it's going to come back and, and hurt you at some stage in the season, yeah, and and it could eat into your season as well, where it could get to a point where it's really hard to change. Mm. Because we get into habits, right? Yeah, yeah. We get into habits as people, but, but we get into habits as athletes and, and sports people as well. Yeah. And you certainly, you can, you can build good habits, but you can also create bad habits in your, in your, in your football side and mm. in your game that are, it takes quite some time to change. Yeah. And you only look back to last year, and I know this is in the past, and a lot of people go, well, that's the past and whatnot. But you look at where the Broncos were last year, sitting fourth, six rounds to go. I know a couple of things went against them with suspensions and injuries, but they dropped out. They fell off a cliff. They fell off a cliff. Mm -hmm. And that's, as a Broncos fan like you are, you don't want to see these guys create bad habits in their game. And then at some stage when they come up against a good side like a Penrith or a Roosters or... Melbourne, Bunnies, whatever it is, and they just go bang, and then all of a sudden they lose that confidence and it's just a downward spiral. Mm. Now, there's been games where they finish with high scores. Now, I'm talking about some of these things maybe creeping in. They've had a couple of slow starts, right? But they've, yep. just, they've, just, they've had more class than the opposition. Mm. Dragons was a, was a perfect example. Yep. They, they were getting beaten and they, they finished with a flurry of tries. I think they yep. scored like three tries in the last four minutes or yeah, something, yep. which blew Absolutely. the score right out. Um, they did the same against the Dolphins. Um, similar story against the Cowboys as well. Um, but those teams, they got away to faster starts than the Broncos, but certain things went against the opposition, um, which you know, gave the Broncos an opportunity. So Drinkwater gets put in the bin 10 minutes. He hits Corey Oates high. Yeah. They score two tries. Yep. They control the game. Um, you know, Tessie New injures himself this, the, when they played the Dolphins. Um, Tessie New injures himself. Nick Arima gets a face facial injury, yep. loses him for the game. They're down to you know 16 men. Then the Dolphins lose their most, in, well, their key player in, in Sean O'Sullivan with 10 minutes to go when the game is in the balance. Yeah. And then they go on to win by six points. So that's what I'm talking about. Just, you know, they they, they are winning football games, but there's a couple of things that I just, when, I, when I'm watching them, I really, I just hope, sure, I, I hope that they're addressing these things at training and, and trying to get them out of the game. Yeah, no, I uh, absolutely agree. Like, I'm so stoked. It's so good that the boys are getting win after win, and it's great for the club, and good on them for working hard and bouncing back. But when you get to that, at the moment, they're relying on their individual brilliance at times just to get them out of games. Payne Haas coming on and doing something crazy. Reese Walsh doing something amazing. Ezra Mam, Reynolds kicking game. Well, the Katoni Stags in yeah. the Dolphins game. Like, you picked up that loose ball and had to run 100 to, well, to get the victory. Yeah, exactly. And so in the big games against the big play, the big teams... You aren't more talented than them. You're equally as talented. It's about who can execute as a game plan better. It really is. You, you very rarely win the big games through talent. You win it through game execution. I mean, you'd have more, much more experience with that than I'd, I'd assume. But is that fair? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, mate. That, and that's, that's what I'm talking about, good habits, right? So we're not relying on individuals yeah. 
to win these games because <clears throat> very rarely will the good sides give individual players opportunities to do those things. Yeah. It's, a, it's about building a, a game plan throughout the whole group, you know, throughout your whole 13, to be able to wear the opposition down. And that, that's just... I'm not saying the Broncos are playing poorly. I'm just no, saying there's the small things in their game that victories can smooth over at times that they just need to stay on top of. Well, it's, you're basically saying they've set a standard for themselves now. They, might, they could win a comp this year. Exactly. So we're saying that's how we're judging them. We're not judging them like, oh, how good would it be if they made the top eight? <laughs> we're saying this they, is... They have to be there. They have to be in the top four now because of the, they've set the standard themselves. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to talk about the revival of the New Zealand Warriors and Sean Johnson, incredible victory, plus plenty more.